0: Hey, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for purchasing this product. I know that it's going to bless your life. God has given me a word specifically for you. I want you to know if you apply what I'm teaching, it is going to revolutionize every aspect of what you're dealing with, going through, or facing in your life. I want to say again, thank you so much. Go with me right now into this teaching. It's going to bless your life. Today, my goal, I have a motive. I have an ulterior motive. I want to set you up. Have an ulterior motive. I want to set you up. My motive today is to call, cause you to do this one thing, hang in there, don't you give up. God had me up all night. Some of y'all ready to give up. Some of y'all ready to quit. You ready to stop pushing. You're being tempted to go back to what you're used to. Now, if you heard me teach you about mental thermostatting, which is being used to having your mind set set on 72 degrees. If you go down to 65 degrees, that don't feel good to you. You're not comfortable there, so you push hard and work to get back to 72. But God wants you to go to 74 at 84, and 84. some of us, like me, I'm going to 90 and 100 degrees. But when you move from the comfort zone to a new place, sometimes psychologically and subconsciously, we sabotage the new area that God's pushing us in because it's more comfortable to stay at 72 where you're used to. Touch your neighbor and tell him, don't you give up. Tell him, God's got you, player. God's got you, player. He's got you. If you didn't want to say player, say sir or ma'am, whatever you got to do, you know what I'm saying? That's too modern for you. You just say, God God has you, sir. Put a little English swagger on it. (laughs) He's got you. Don't you dare give up. Don't you quit. You can't quit because you're too important to the kingdom of God And if God gave you a promise, he's not like people. People will lie and they'll give you promises and they'll tell you jokes. He's not like a company or a corporation. Corporations will hire you with no intention on doing what they promised. They'll let you work 30 years and steal your inheritance. But God, if he ever promised you anything, he's already calibrated your purpose. He's already considered his design specs that he's placed in your life. He's already measured your capacity and your bandwidth before he made the promise and said, you can do it. Some of you believe in God for a better relationship and it's bad right now, but God has a way of turning it around. Some of you, you've had ideas to move up in your company. You want more prosperity for your family. You wanna do better. You're growing spiritually. You want to do better as a person. You wanna grow as a person. You wanna be a stronger man. You want to be a stronger woman. If you like me, I hit 40 years old. I don't have time to play games at all. I got a short period of time to do some things with the rest of my youth, and I ain't playing at all. But it's easy to quit. And sometimes we quit right on the verge of breakthrough. Sometimes we throw in the towel right at the verge of God breaking it and making it shift in your life. I remember a time God told me to give like I never lost, like I lost my mind. I'll never forget it. He said, give like you lost your mind. Give like you lost your mind. For a whole year in church, I'm preaching to people. I was a youth pastor at that time, and people were telling testimonies about what God was doing, and I got frustrated probably in the 10th month. I was like, I just, maybe I miss God. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't believe it. Everybody else is getting blessings. I'm preaching to people, and I'm broke as a joke. Come on, y'all. Yeah, I was broke back then. I was struggling. And I wanted to quit, but I I heard a message about not giving up, and I kept on pushing. And on the 12th month, God gave me deliverance, and my life changed forever. If I would have quit, I wouldn't be here today. I want to tell you, don't you quit. Don't you give up on what God told you to do. Don't you give up on who God told you to be. And I want to show you today, for a subject I want to use, a kingdom constitution. And if you're visiting, I've been on this kingdom paradigm. I believe the church is the infancy of God's earthly institution, which is his kingdom. The church is the door. The church is the baby. The kingdom is the adult. The church is immature. The kingdom is mature. They're both very necessary. Pastors and people run the church, but God run the kingdom. Come on, y'all. We need both. We need that tan- tandem. For us to grow and develop so I want us to have a kingdom constitution what is a constitution well first let me read this 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 1 blew my mind it says this therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy we faint not what the Apostle Paul was really saying is you have the grace not to give up because of the ministry that you have in you would you tell somebody close to you and tell them i got a ministry in me Touch another one because I don't know if they agree with you. You need to find somebody that agrees. You may need to look around because if they don't agree with you, don't touch them. You you got to learn not to hang with people who don't agree. I need I need to be in agreement. Look at him. Look at your neighbor real quick and tell him I need encouragement to this morning. I need encouragement. I need you to agree with me. He got he ain't gonna preach long. I just need you to agree with me. Tell him I got a ministry in me. I got a ministry in me. And when we hear ministry, if you're from church, you think you're supposed to be a pastor or something like that that's not what I'm talking about. Are you supposed to pastor a church? That's not what I'm talking about. Your ministry may be being the CEO of the company that you work for. It may be the number one salesman in your company. It may be the number one new business in Atlanta. It may be being the best father that your generation and your lineage has ever seen. It may be the best mom, the best wife, best husband. It may be the best volunteer. In an organization whatever it is you have a ministry in you and this is a season of manifestation and God wants your ministry to come out there's so many times I wanted to give up and quit and I know you don't hear pastors talk like this but I can't help but be myself there's been times y'all I said I don't want to do this no more it's too hard people too judgmental people dog you out people use you up forget it I quit and then some, God would use somebody or something to remind me, nope, you can't quit. You got a ministry in you. I've been married to my wife for 21 years. It has been a lot of times I said, I don't want to be married. I don't want to be married. I, I want to be by myself. I'm aggravated. And I was told and shown that you can't divorce your wife. You got a ministry in you. I, I need somebody to know what I'm trying to tell you today. I, I, don't, know, I don't know who I'm talking to around the world I don't know who I'm talking to in this building I don't know what you're going through but I want you to know that you can't give up on what God calls you to do because you got a ministry in you and I'm trying not to turn up but I want to tell you too: somebody afraid of dying but you can't even die yet because you got a ministry on the inside of you and it is your ministry that will not allow you to die I know what the doctor said I know what the test results said I know what your family history is but your family history is not your history because you got a different ministry on the inside of you and you can't die until it manifests in this season in your life who believes what i'm talking about you got a ministry in you if you got a ministry would you just throw your hands up and let me see who you are if you got a ministry, I know a lot of you online and you can't throw your hands up, but give me some likes real quick. I got a Look at all these hands. I got a ministry in me. Do I have any young people that's got a ministry? Do I have any seniors that's got a ministry? Do I got any millennials, baby boomers, X generations? Do I got any people that don't even know where you fit in at? But you know you got a ministry in you. Can I see your hands? I got a ministry in me. I got a business anointing. I got a family anointing. I got a preaching anointing. I got ministry. On the inside of me so here the Apostle Paul is checking himself what I like about Paul Paul was the kind of cat that told the truth he said when I would do good evil was always present Paul said oh wretched man that I am who can deliver me from this body of death he said if everything I would said I wouldn't do that's the thing I found myself doing Paul kept it real this is the Apostle Paul writing and telling us he says therefore seeing we have this ministry And we have received mercy. I'm going to explain it. So we faint not. He's saying, don't give up. Let me show you what he's saying. So I want to show you that we have a a treasure in earth and vessels, but the vessel has frailty. Yes, you got sin in your life. And if you're a person that thinks you don't, you just don't get it. Because I've learned, I grew up in church my whole life, and some people that don't do it, you got holy hands, but your heart dirty. Come on, let's tell the truth. You, you just haven't taken the opportunity to do what you really want. And the Bible says, man looking on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So that's some people that don't even go to church that's got more salvation than you because they don't want to do what they're doing, but you're not doing it and you want to. Touch your neighbor and tell them, he ain't lying, he preaching right, because I got homies like that. I got some homies. I'll cuss you out and stab you in your back if I could get away with it. How many people know some folk like that? <laughs> So this, this, this vessel, I'm going to show you just a little exegetically. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, so we faint not. What does that mean? We're, we, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so the vessel has frailty, the, the outward, the, our flesh, our constitution the way we carry ourselves who we are we are flawed people the bible says we're born in sin and we're shaped in iniquity we were born in sin we are shaped in iniquity so this body of ours we have frailty the human spirit has weaknesses and frailties but he says he's got this 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 treasure in earthen vessels 2 Corinthians goes on to talk about this treasure in earthen vessels. So the the earthen vessel is showing that it's frailty, but he has this supernatural treasure in it. You got the stuff. You got the sauce. You got the gas. Whatever your terminology is, I want you to know you got it going on and you're stronger than you think you are, but you're also weaker than you think you are. (laughs) Lord, help me to teach this. You're stronger than you think you are but you're also weaker than you think you are at the same time so God need our spirit to be stronger than our flesh sometimes we need to fast I don't know who I'm talking to right now but somebody need to go on a fast for a few hours or a few days to get your spirit empowered over your flesh because your flesh has frailties your flesh wanna want to quit but your spirit want to keep going the spirit is willing but the flesh is how many people know what I'm talking about some of y'all been saying, I'm tired. How many people, you don't have to show your hands, but who are you in the room who are watching and says, I'm tired? Tired of doing good. I'm trying to trying to do right. I'm tired of trying to make it. I'm tired of trying to push. But I'm trying to tell you, you can't quit because you got a ministry. You got a ministry in you. What is a constitution? A constitution is the way in which a thing is composed or made up of. So your constitution is the way you're composed. I explained it. So we're, we, we got a body and we got a spirit. Paul explains it like we have a treasure, which is the spirit, in earthen vessels, which is the flesh. Constitution is God's design that He the way He made you. See, nothing that happens in your life catches God by surprise. Nothing that you go through, nothing that you experience, nothing that you do can catch God by surprise because believe it or not, it's all in God's design specs in your life. Every weakness that you have, God already knew it. I know you're like, well, how how is that true? Because he's God. What do you mean he's true? That's why we can't judge people because your weakness is different than my weakness and my weakness is different than your weakness, but we all got a weakness. Come on. And we all have have different levels of points where we want to quit. That's why you got to be careful who you listen to and who you hang with because some people will tell you to quit and give up and it can't happen because it can't happen for them don't mean it can't happen for you. I hope I'm talking okay today. I, I told you my goal today. My goal is just to get you not to give up. You're stronger than you think you are, but you're also weaker than you think you are. So we have frailties in our feeble and sometimes sinful perishing bodies, but also we have a great treasure. Brandon, why is this, Pastor, what are you trying to say? How does this make sense? What I'm trying to do is take the edge off the fact that you gotta struggle. And when you hear struggle in church, stop always thinking nasty. Sometimes the struggle is just you having a weaker disposition today and saying, I don't, I don't care, or I don't, I can't do it. I can't push through it, but I'm telling you, you can. Don't you know the devil is running crazy right now, trying to close the year out with you losing? Don't you know the devil has intensified his plan on your life right now because, because he wants you to close out this year losing? He don't, he don't want your family to progress. He don't want you to progress financially. He don't want you to progress in that marriage. He don't want you to progress. He don't want you to progress in this church. He don't want your ministry to come out. He don't want you to win. He don't want you to make it. So he intensifies the pressure on you, and he puts, he puts the pressure on the feeble part of you. But at the same time, the devil is putting the pressure on your flesh. God is putting power in your spirit. That's why the Apostle Paul says, We got this treasure. In these earthen vessels I want to take the edge off of you to let you know it's okay that you have weaknesses it's not okay to stay weak but it's okay to know that you have weaknesses we all do it's okay to feel like quitting sometimes as long as you don't I wish I had somebody to be real I know I got the right message because he kept me up all night it's okay to have issues as long as you don't let your issues define you. For you to understand that God has a power inside of you that can fix every issue you have. Everything that's going wrong in your life, your spirit has the power to change it and make it course correct. But you got to put more emphasis on the spirit, on the treasure on the inside of you than the vessel that you're in. Who hears what I'm trying to say? Your treasure is the light. When I was writing this, I was wondering, what's the treasure? The treasure is the Holy Spirit. It's the light and revelation of who God is. Every time that I want to quit and every time that I feel like I can't do it, the light that's on the inside of me comes on that gives me the revelation of who God is in my life if I don't have enough money to do what I want to do I remember in my spirit who my God is who is he he's my father who owns a cattle on a thousand hills he's my father the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all I got to do is call it forth all I got to do is believe in my heart all I got to do is confuse the power of my tongue and the power of my confession all I got to do is believe that God can provide for my life and for my family and all of a sudden my gravitational pull changes because now I'm not reacting based on my flesh but I'm reacting based on my spirit I'm no longer reacting based on my flesh but i'm reacting based on my ministry i'm gonna live and not die because i have a ministry on the inside of me you got to tap into that treasure to close this year out strong you got to tap into it because you're stronger than you think you are you got more in you than what you believe that you have and only till you get an environment that's why god will allow environments to change I don't believe it's the devil sending the storm. I don't believe it's God cursing people because the storms come. I believe it's God sending storms to move things around. He says the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Storms don't last, but when the storm leaves, things are moved around. There, are some of us don't have the faith to move, so God sent a storm to move things out of position and move things into position because He want to bless you. He want to bless you in spite of you, so He'll send storms in your life to show you how strong you are to show. You how faithful God is to your life. The greatest miracles I've ever had in my life came after a storm. The greatest blessings I ever got in my life came after a storm. I'm trying to get you, I'm to get you stronger to close this year out. Sometimes you got to start dancing when you know the storm is coming because the storm is a symbol that the blessing is coming. We've been may it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. If a storm is on the way, my blessing is right behind it. I wish I had somebody know what I'm talking about. Storms don't last always. Trouble. I believe we're in a season where God sent the storm. To move things in position, to move things around, to make things turn in your favor and turn in your direction. See, God loves you so much that sometimes when you don't have the faith and the wisdom yet to do what he wants you to do, he'll just put you in position through pain. The most powerful parts of me as a preacher, the most powerful parts of me as a leader didn't come as a result of the good. It came as a result of the pain. I'm trying to tell somebody, don't you quit. I'm trying to tell you that your miracle's on the way. I'm trying to tell you your breakthrough is on the way. I'm trying to tell you that it's not the devil. the devil don't have no power over your life. Sometimes it's God that'll send hard things in your life because it's your season of miracle and blessings. You just got to believe and look through the storm and see the miracles on the inside of it. When God looks at you, he don't look at you like the world. The world judge on your past, but God judge on your purpose. Your flesh symbolizes wrapped in your past, but inside of it's all purpose. Paul says, I got this treasure in earthen vessels. This treasure, you got a treasure in you. You're too important to quit. You're too important to stop. The dream God gave you, he gave you the dream. The desire God gave you, he says, I'll give you the desires out of your heart. Out of, I'll give you the desires in your heart. And I said, what does that mean? That means God will put the desire in your heart to desire. He'll give me the desire to desire and give me what I'm now desiring. You got to understand that. Some of the things that God gave you goes with your ministry. That's why, you're, that's why you're driven for it, but you can't quit now. You're stronger than you think you are. You got more in you than you, can, than, than you can imagine. And you're weaker than you think you are, and that's a good thing. See, God can't deal with arrogant people. I'm about to close. Either I'm preaching real bad. Well, I'm preaching real good. I'm glad I got 15 more years to do it. After that, I'm retiring. I'm going to pass the mic. Watch this. It's God. It's God that's doing this. You can't quit. You got to push on. You got to keep believing God. You got the stuff It's in you, and God's waiting on it to come out. He says, all things work together. I know I'm talking to somebody today that's wanting to quit. All things work together for the good. You got the stuff, you got what it takes. So the treasure is the light and revelation of who God is. Who is he? He's Father. He has the authority and the instinct to take care of you as his child. Who else is he? He's the judge. Let him judge you. Some of you can't move because you're too busy worrying about what everybody else think. Y'all, uh. Oh, oh. Some of you can't, you can't manifest because you're too worrying about what everybody else think instead of what God's thinking about your life. What everybody else gonna say instead of what God's gonna say about your life. I'll tell you what, for the next 30 days, I, here's my challenge for you. I got a 30-day challenge for you. Why don't you try this with me? Try making sure God's pleased with your day and don't care what nobody else think and see how good your day is. I guarantee you, you'll be further along in the next 30 days what you please in God and not what people think. Half of our problem is people that don't have the qualifications to speak to our purpose. I know what I'm talking right. This treasure, he's our father, he's the judge, and then he's the king. Let me close with this. The treasure is the power that's in you. It is the Holy Spirit that lives in you. And write this down, it's simple. Nothing can stop the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Nothing can stop the ministry of the Holy Spirit. This treasure that the Apostle Paul is talking about, he's talking about the Holy Spirit that Jesus left us. Let me tell you what this Spirit has. The Holy Spirit that lives in you, write this down, has infinite wisdom. You have to keep putting yourself in environments, and if you don't, God will because of the ministry in you, that pull out of you gifts and talents and creativity and abilities and wisdom that you didn't know you had. In God's design with you, He installed that with His Spirit. The Spirit of God has infinite wisdom. Let me show you what I'm saying. Let me hurry. You'll say stuff like this, I should have followed my first mind. How many ever done that? And was your first mind right? That wasn't your first mind. That was the spirit of God. How many of you ever how many ever met somebody and you just knew something was off in their spirit? Come on, it wasn't that you was being judgmental or bougie. Your spirit didn't agree. And then a year later, or a month later, or a day later, you said, that's why I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really feel them. I, it was something because your spirit told you. Where do you think the most creative ideas, things that change the world come from? Come on, I gotta hurry. Where do you think it come from? Where do you think inventions come from? The Holy Spirit is helping me reinvent how to present church to the world. Let me tell y'all what's about to happen. They talking about millennials and people not coming to church. That's just a fad. In the next few years, church is going to be flooded. We're going to have to build big mega campuses again. Right now it's intimate spaces, and I love it. We got one in Atlanta, all right? But watch this. It's going to—people are going to come back to church so much in the next few years that we're going to have to build big arenas again because people are going to be getting saved by the droves and not just transferring churches. And God is trying to give me and us creative ideas on how to present the new church— the world the creativity that'll change your family is in you the spirit has infinite wisdom if you didn't write it down write it down here's the next one the spirit has the answer it has the answer some of you you when you pray some of y'all pray too much (laughs) I know you never heard that how can you pray too much let me show you how when you pray too much is when you are always talking and you don't ever shut up and listen and you pray so much that you listen and you override you overread your mind what the spirit said and you prayed about it again and God said I told you two years ago do you know your spirit has an answer some of the questions you ask in unqualified people that they can't even help you you already got the answer it's in your spirit what do I do with my marriage do I leave or stay your girlfriend can't tell you I don't play with me what do I do about the money I need your homie can't tell you you better understand your spirit can tell you where it is because the Holy Spirit has the answer what if I start the church the Holy Spirit had the answer What do we do next with our ministry? The Holy Spirit has the answer. What do I preach next week? The Holy Spirit has the answer. Do you know one discipline I have? I never preach. Without asking God what to say, I never preach without asking God what do you want me to say because the spirit has the answer and that's why some of you come and say you had to be in my house you had to be in my conversation I wish I did but we got thousands of members I don't even know your name I don't know any of your business but I know all your business because my spirit and your spirit had a connection in church and you got the answer you need come on (laughs) watch this write this down I love this, I knew it was going to get good right here. The Spirit has the bandwidth and capacity. Watch this. Bandwidth is the range of frequencies within within a given band. You ain't going to catch all of this now, but I'm going to be working it. God is a multidimensional God, and you are a multidimensional being. And sometimes we're operating on this bandwidth, and God says, no, no, no. For the answers I have for you, for where you're going, you got to switch to this bandwidth. Your spirit has the range of every, come on, somebody, every level of bandwidth that you need, but you got to quiet yourself down to hear what God says. Do you know you can think your healing into your body? I know you don't want to believe me. Do you know you can think healing in your body? (laughs) Last one. So he has, the Spirit has the bandwidth, and the Spirit has the capacity. Capacity means he's, it's enough. The Spirit, it, all he needs is this, that's enough. Now he needs this, now she needs this. Sometimes in life we don't need but this much love. Have you ever woke up one day, you didn't need a lot, and then you woke up the next day and you needed this much? And you didn't have nobody to give it to you but you forgot that you got the spirit on the inside of you and if you tap into what's in you it'll fill the gap it'll, it'll fill the space the spirit has infinite wisdom it has the bandwidth it has a capacity so in my clothes the Apostle Paul is trying to help us understand that we have this treasure in earth and vessels let me read it and I'm done Saint Corinthians four seven and ten says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power of God, power may be of God and not of us. We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. Always bearing about the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in us. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. All I want to say today is you got the sauce, you got what it takes, don't you quit because you got a ministry in you. Touch somebody, touch somebody real quick and let's pray and tell them you got a ministry in you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you did today. We thank you for the word, the sweet word, the sweet, the sweet word of God now Let the Word that was planted grow like a mighty tree in our hearts and let it produce fruit in season. Thank you for the hand we're holding. Thank you for the person we're sitting next to. Thank you for everybody who's online and on TV watching around the world. Do miracles after today. Thank you, Holy Spirit for abiding in our life. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Let everybody say, amen. Hey, thank you for listening. I know this message has blessed your life. For more information or to purchase more of these messages, go to anthonymurrayministries.com. Thank you so much.